back you're gonna go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 25 of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Suzuha. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Doing awesome, man. I figured I'd change it up a little bit. Not fantastic. I'm doing awesome. How's that? I, I like I like I like the changes. I All like right. the changes. <laughs> All right. So tonight we're going to do something a little fun and uh, something that kind of goes back to the past with just kind of basics and stuff like that and and uh, fundamentals of of you know model railroading and um, we decided that we're going to talk about smoke fluid and smoke units. And uh, that seems pretty cool. I'm kind of excited yeah. for that. Me too. Yeah, because, you know, if anything, smoke fluid and smoke units are probably a pretty diverse item in the O-gauge industry as far as who likes what smoke. How many drops of smoke fluid do I put into this unit? Oh, yeah. That's a topic. Uh, in how should I how should I run my smoke? Medium, low, medium, high. Uh, so it'll there's there's definitely enough to talk about uh, to uh, mm-hmm. to make it a uh, a podcast episode. Oh yeah. Now before we start, Matt, I wanted to ask you one thing. Yes. Have you ever wanted a Matt Matt O Scale Trains T-shirt? Yeah, absolutely, man. What about a coffee mug? Coffee mug? Sure. I'm telling you, the one thing I want is a hat. <laughs> Tell you what, these items are available. Oh. And for anybody out there who is interested in, I, I will obviously put the link in the show notes as well. Uh, but if you head to Maddie C Trains dot creator dash spring dot com, you can look for Matt and Matt official podcast merch sweet we got hoodies we got shirts we got tumblers uh water bottles uh you know uh tote bags tank tops iphone cases i mean there's all kinds of merch out there and if you use our special code which again is all capital m-a-m-p-o-d so again, that merch code is capital, all capital, M-A-M-P-O-D, and you will get 10% off your order. So that's a pretty cool. good deal. And if you were interested in getting any kind of merchandise for our show, well, there you are. So mm-hmm. after that little spiel, <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> uh, let's, get, let's get started uh, on the show here. Uh, you know, if it was there anything you wanted to cover first, Matt? No, I, I'm I'm excited for what we got going. I know this is a topic that goes down a lot of rabbit holes and opens a lot of cans of worms, but I think it's a really important topic that a lot of people need to understand. You know, it's not just all the diehards, like I said, that have camps. It's you know, there's there's ways that are general that you can use for smoke units. So that's basically what we're gonna talk about today. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, then let's get down to business then. All right. So first thing I think we'll talk about is um, 
let's just go into smoke fluid, which is uh, obviously the more simple approach to this. And then we'll get into the more advanced topic of smoke units themselves. Sounds so good. as far as I know, Matt, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the there's really just uh, as as far as I know, like three manufacturers of, of smoke fluid. And that would be Lionel. Uh, well, MTH uh, and uh, Mega Steam. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I do have all three of those. However, I don't particularly use MTH's uh, smoke fluid. And I on occasion will use Lionel smoke fluid. I'm pretty much a pretty big fan of Mega Steam. So, Same. yeah, I don't know what it is. I think Mega Steam. Well, I've been using Mega Steam for. Probably, I would say at least six or seven years. Uh, I like their smoke fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot, like they definitely have the biggest variety of smoke f- smells <laughs> or okay. flavors, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't run into any problems, um, as far as I know from what people say. The 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 thing with Mega Steam is they. Megaseep tends to evaporate a little faster than the other smoke fluids. Now, you know, I'm not saying that with any kind of like, you know, science degree here, although I do have a science degree, but (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I'm not saying that, you know, because I know that's the answer. I'm just going by what I've heard from uh, from folks on the forums and and just kind of knowing what people have said, like in my local hobby shops and stuff like that. Now, does that make a difference? I don't know. Um, I've never run into a problem uh, with it. Uh, You know, I know, I mean, at at a base level, most smoke fluid is close to the same, right? I mean, because it has to be, you know, mixed to a specific certain amount of chemicals and stuff like that. I mean, you can't go too far, can't go too far off the, the path with it. Uh, because obviously, you know, right now, you know, as far as smoke fluid goes, it's it, after it after it gets uh, heated up and evaporates and turns into smoke, it's toxic uh, free. Um, it, you know, it's it's pretty, you know, it's as far as health goes, you know, beside it being like a, an airborne, you know, smoke. Uh, there's nothing dangerous about it at all, which no. is obviously really important. Now, if if you're if you suffer from like asthma or other, you know, maybe you have some breathing issues, um, smoke a lot of smoke fluid could potentially, you know, cause a problem. And there are people with like ventilation and like I run a I have a mini kind of uh, air cleaner that I use uh, when I run my smoke units. Now it only have I only have to do it usually when I run one type of smoke unit, but um, I'll get to that later on uh, when we actually talk about smoke units but as far as fluid goes mega steam is my favorite uh i i enjoy it uh and i do run lionel's as well um i like lionel's christmas kind of sense what, what's your take on it matt uh i'm kind of with you i like mega steam the most uh, i think that you know this is where we kind of go down the rabbit hole like i was talking about but i think that mega steam it last the longest out of all of them uh you really like you put that in the engine it 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 lasts and it it really it 
that stuff is white when it comes out. You know, it is pure white as you can get. It really smokes. It, it does as the name implies, Mega Steam. Um, you get you get that, and um, it's really awesome. Uh, their smoke fluid. Uh, I have used the Lionel. Actually, a, a buddy of mine he uh, sold me some locomotives, and when he tested them, he put the Lionel sugar cookie smoke fluid in there. That one smells pretty good too. Uh, the MTH. I used MTH for a while. Their uh, Proto Smoke. Um, I like it. That one I think is probably the. I don't want to say the worst, but it's not the greatest of the bunch. I think it goes Mega Steam, Lionel, MTH, but that's just my take on it. Um, I think that uh, yeah, Mega Steam is the winner here. I would agree. That's my list too, at least from top to bottom. But we're not t- as far as like you said, like we're not talking like bottom is like out of a one through ten. You know, with ten being the best, we're not saying like MTH is like a two. Uh, yeah. I would say Mega Steam is like a nine, Lionel's like an eight, and MTH is probably like a seven, right? As far yeah. as like quality goes. Now the one I do, the one MTH one that I do have and I still use uh, is their Christmas scent. That one's cool. It's it's kind of uh, piney, I guess. <laughs> it's it's a good word for it, uh, but I I do enjoy it. But for the most part, yeah, I. I I use Mega Steam almost on all of my engines. And uh, as far as like flavors go here, uh, since we're on the subject, since you put us on the subject with the with uh, the uh, cookie, sugar cookie, <laughs> um, I am a huge fan. And I, again, this is going to be, you know, everyone's going to have a different um, result when it comes to your favorite s- smells, right? Because everyone smells differently. So everyone, everyone's going to react differently to smelling things. But I can tell you right now, the, the root beer is definitely my favorite. I do like root beer. So uh, their root beer scent is probably my favorite one because it really does smell like root beer. It, it, you know, it's, uh, it's probably the one I use most in everything. Now, I also have uh, blueberry and I've used... Uh, grandpa's pipe smoke which I like. I like from mth that one yeah really good. uh i have uh let's see hot chocolate by lionel i like hot chocolate i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey Burnsy, I like, I like cho- that one <laughs> uh, yeah i like hot chocolate i like and i like sugar cookie too like they're 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 they have a really nice sweet smell to them uh let's see i do like coffee uh mega steam has a coffee scent which is actually pretty good uh smells that i avoid are probably the ones that are supposed to smell like actual diesel and uh coal burning (laughs) or wood burning yeah no thank you (laughs) i i you know some people like that but but my gosh it's like i've i've heard there's a one uh for the the big boy coal burning smoke and i've heard people say it's just like it's so strong that it's like you can barely run it because it's just like, well, time to turn on the ventilators. Oh, wow. so yeah. Again, uh, this is all subject to everyone's own kind of um, smell palette, right? Because everyone's oh, yeah. going to smell things a little bit different than somebody else. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I like to uh, experiment sometimes, uh, you know, when I'm running low, I'll go ahead and go on the, the mega steam site or like when it gets closer to Christmas, I'll like to pick up some, um, 
some holiday flavors and stuff like that. I do keep a good supply. I don't like running out of smoke fluid because I usually do. Although I've, I have been a little bit less lately, but I usually do tend to smoke my units when I can. I usually keep it on the low for the most part. And uh, yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's a really cool feature on locomotives. It really gives, you know, having smoke come out of your, you know, it's more realistic out of obviously out of your steam engine than out of your diesel engines, because diesel engines, you know, it's not like a it's not like you're. You know, like it's like a coal burning steam engine, right? Where it's always putting out that those billows of smoke, right? Oh yeah. I mean, diesel engines is exhaust from yeah. uh, burning the diesel fuel, and that's oh, pretty much correct. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Your so, you're right. You're right. Some diesels actually really put out the the smoke. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. are correct about that. All right. So one catch with the scented smoke fluid and this is why i personally don't really use it all that much is because okay it smells fine and, and we'll we'll talk about this later later on when we get to the smoke unit part of things um is it smells fine when you have good fresh batting in an engine when that batting gets charred and black and burnt it smells nasty because all because yeah you smell the flavor of fluid that you bought yeah but you also smell that charred, burnt batting. And when they mix together, it smells terrible. So that was just my little uh, PSA on that. <laughs> yeah. And um, just now that you're on that, uh, Megasteam does make a like a cleaning smoke fluid. Oh, yeah. That goes through and cleans out or I don't know exactly how it works, but it's supposed to remove the previous scent that you used in your smoke unit. And I yeah, think I do I own it. I think I've tried to use it a couple times and the results were okay, I guess. Maybe I didn't use it enough. Like I didn't actually use it because it it's the fluid itself does smoke. It's supposed, it creates like a, you know, it's still smoke fluid. It creates like a, like a pure white kind of uh, smoke fluid, but it's supposed to remove uh, the scent from the previous one. So take it as you may, you know, if it's something, if, if you're into like, if you really want to, if you, if, if you, uh, you know, uh, try, you know, one of the uh, smoke scents like black licorice or something or, uh, <laughs> that, that or, was a, that was a shot at me. Come on now. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I would never do that. Or maybe you want to try that anchovy scent. <laughs> There you go. Now it's me. Come on. In, in your engine. Uh, and you're kind of like, you know what? That was not a great idea. And you want to and you want to remove that scent. Uh, you know, you go ahead and, and, and use this uh, uh, mega steam. Um, I think it's called like no scent or something along those lines. Uh, give me one second. Uh, Eliminator is the name. Eliminate. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mega steam eliminator. So. Uh, you yeah. definitely want to eliminate uh, black licorice and anchovies. So that's that's. that's <laughs> I won't go any farther. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, if you're not having fun, what are you doing, right? That's right. That's right. Now, the way I use the smoke fluid 
by default, this is going to be kind of an interesting thing because uh, when you buy Mega Steam, they give you the nice. I think I buy like what are they, Matt? Like six ounce bottles, four, uh, four ounce, four ounce bottles. I think they I are. I buy the the big one. I think okay, you buy the big one. Eight, eight okay. ounce. That's okay, the eight ounce. Okay, well, I actually buy the smaller ones. But what's nice is like they give you like the eyedropper in there. Um, and what I do to use my smoke flow to my engines is I have a couple of little tiny funnels. If you if you've received or purchased steam units in the past at least like lionel ones they usually include this tiny little black or clear funnel and um i love that thing because i use that in i use that for everything i take that little tiny funnel you know i stick the one end where you know wherever you're putting your smoke fluid in and then i'll take the uh the dropper uh and i'll drop it in there um and um usually don't really run into any messes at all when you do that um, that's why I try to use the funnel because it kind of avoids uh, the dropper accidentally kind of like splashing or putting stuff on the side of your locomotive. No smoke fluid's not that dangerous on your body. Um, as far as I know, uh, the only problem is like if you ever try to wipe it off, it seems like it never wants to come up. Right. Uh, it, ma- it makes a mess. Um, yeah. It's messy because it's hard to clean up. But there's no like really like risk of, uh oh, I smelled smoke fluid on my engine. I guess my paint's going to come off like that's not a concern. You're just going to have to use you need to use some product that absorbs like oil. So you just need to use like, um, you know, I'll tend to get like a really thick paper towel and just kind of dab it until it's gone. I mean, you know, if there's a little bit there, there's a little bit there and I'm not going to like make a big deal about it. Um, but if you do make a mess, just make sure you let you clean it. You do a good job of cleaning it up, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Now, the the one thing I've noticed is that in the last Lionel catalog or the catalog before. Lionel is, you know, Lionel sells their smoke as well. It's I believe it's the same size bottle, but they are not including the eyedropper. They're. And they're the eyedropper is a separate product. Yeah, that that is crazy to me. I don't understand I, that at all. No. You can't you you literally cannot put a 50 cent piece of plastic dropper in with the smoke fluid. No. <sighs> like why and are they, the, the, go and ahead. then they want you to uh pay what four or five dollars for two of them? It's like it's like, come on, it's that hey, I tell you, it's that Lionel L, that's what it is. I just it's like, why do they why are they like turning every little thing they have into microtransactions? I know, you I know, get it. oh, you we'll send you the bottle, but there's no cap on it. If you want the cap, that's an extra dollar. Yeah, actually, we'll send you we'll send you an empty bottle. If you want smoke fluid, let us know. We'll. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's additional charge. Yeah. Like little bag right. or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that was my that was my Lionel bashing thing right there. So I wasn't trying to bash Lionel. I'm just trying to say, you know, when it comes down to like smoke fluid, I mean, it's smoke fluid, right? Like, why, why, why are you taking apart uh, the smoke fluid par- uh, product? And I mean, yeah, you know, the, I mean, this kind of just basically directs me just to buy pretty much JT Mega Steam's smoke mm-hmm. fluid. And I will continue to do that. Uh, when I run out of my Lionel smoke fluid, I don't even know if I'll go and buy Lionel smoke fluid again, just because I don't want to pay 
I don't want to pay all these little extra things for freaking smoke fluid. Like, come yeah. on. Um, so I will say one thing though, while we're on the topic of eyedroppers is that the mega steam, the big eight ounce bottles, um, the, first of all, they don't, they come with a cap, but they don't come with an eyedropper. That's a separate purchase. And I found out the hard way that they now make a eight ounce dropper for the eight ounce bottles. Okay. But I was buying the separate sale, two ounce droppers and realizing, Oh no, I can't get to all my smoke fluid. That's because I bought the wrong size dropper. So okay. I got to go back and order that. But so you, you get the two ounce bottles. They have a dropper, but the eight ounce do not. So you have to buy that separate. Okay. Two ounce bottles. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I always just, I always just assumed if you bought the big one, you were just taking that and filling your smaller ones up. I think that's what's meant for. Yeah. But yeah, not that you can't use the big ones. It's just, you know, for me, like I'm usually taking the drop. I'm usually holding the smoke fluid in my hand and I'm going over to the layout. Right. So it's like, you know, kind of be, you know, I don't want to be holding like this big, big, <laughs> big, uh, you know, bottle of smoke fluid in my hand. Like I'd be afraid if I drop that. Well, that's going to be a freaking big mess. Yeah, that's true. OK, so uh, now that we're on the subject of um, or at least we've been on the subject of actually uh, eyedroppers, uh, one thing I've also tried to do in the past and is use the little um, needle droppers as well. Now, the problem I have with the needle droppers, well, I'll say the good part of the needle droppers is if you need if you need to get into those really tight spaces and there are some. And I believe they're mostly on the MTH side where some of these smoke unit grates don't come off. Yep. And you, you just, the, the, so it's to scale, right? The, the smokestack is to scale. So, you know, the venting is tight. So you can't really get anything in there. Um, that's about the only time that I would use a needle dropper because otherwise the, the problem with the needle dropper is it's hard to tell sometimes how much smoke you're putting in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Because an eyedropper, I kind of use a gauge and eyedropper drop as a drop. When you say like, put eight drops of smoke. Okay, well, that's eight eyedropper drops of smoke. Mm-hmm. But when you use a needle dropper, it's not the same size. You know, that that little smoke, you know, blob that comes out of there is not the same size as a, as a you know, an eyedropper yeah. uh, drop. And you got to be careful because sometimes you, you'll either not, you know, most of the time you'll put in not enough because you'll kind of be like, oh, OK, was that enough? Um, so you kind of have to get you kind of have to, you know, use test out the needle dropper like externally uh, or, you know, uh, on another engine first that, you know, using the funnel with that way you can kind of watch the the uh, the fluid come out of it. And so you can better gauge like how much you should be using. So. Yeah, I only I have like one engine like that. And to be honest with you, I just end up using the funnel and I'll clean up the top of it because sometimes the, just using the needle applicator is just like, uh, you know, again, it's like, well, I, you know, I, I don't want to. Is it half a drop? Is it, you know, an eight? Is it, uh, you know, 30 percent of a drop? I don't know. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> I um I think the catch with the needle droppers, you have to buy a straight tip. I know the mega steam, they saw that 45 degree angle one. That one is a royal, royal pain to get drops out of that one. To your point, 
you have no idea how many drops are coming out of that thing. I mean, it, it, I hate using that thing. I had one at one point. I ended up throwing the thing away because it was such a pain. Yeah, I just nope. have the yeah, I just have the straight needle that comes out of the, the side. Yep. Yeah, that's the one you want. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for at least fluid. Um, you know, fluid, again, is pretty straightforward. Um, you know, it's kind of like, well, what smell do I like? Right. <laughs> that's really yeah, what it comes down basically to. Basically it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, but smoke flu. I'm sorry. Smoke units are a little bit more complex. And this is where it's going to get a little bit kind of, um, uh, you know, more of a personal thing as to as far as like drops go and how many you put in there and how soon. So just to kind of like give you the fundamentals of smoke units, there's pretty much as far as I know, and you can, again, you can correct me, Matt, three types, right? There's smoke pellets. There's, there's um, so there's uh, smoke units that use pellets. There's smoke puffers. So that uses fluid, but it's a, it's a puffing smoke fluid, kind of like an accordion kind of like puffing air. And then there's the fan driven smoke, which is obviously the most advanced and complex of the smoke units. There is one more in there and it's, I mean, it's relevant, I guess it's the smoke units that's in the smoking cabooses um, that it's kind of like a, it's in between a puffer and a, and a uh, fan driven unit. Okay. Um, we can, we can catch on that towards the end. Okay. Uh, we're probably not going to talk too much about smoke pellets either because no. we really didn't talk about smoke pellet as a uh, as a resource <laughs> to use. No. Um, These days it's all liquid. Yeah, I mean, it's smoke pellets, the, we're uh, talking like post-war kind of like, hey, I want my uh, I want my steamer to smoke and you stick a pellet inside the, the stack and after a few minutes, hey, got some smoke. Um, yeah, yeah that, we're, we're going to talk mostly around or we're definitely going to talk about uh, smoke units that use smoke fluid for the and most part. I think part, um, so. the pellet smoke units, you can use fluid in them. You just have to be careful how much you use. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I've, I've used a, I got a post-war engine I run from time to time and it's got a pellet unit. I've put fluid in and it works. Okay, cool. So the, for the most part, I don't have like, as far as like expertise or knowledge of smoke units, uh, it's pretty much going to fall for me under either MTH or Lionel. Um, I'm guessing like uh, Weaver and K-Line and the other ones pr- pretty much are close to the same thing. Um, maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about that on that subject, Matt. I'm not sure. I mean, for the most part, I mean, a smoke unit is a smoke unit. Uh, the 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 basics are there, right? You know, yeah. you you have a heating element that sits in some batting. And when that batting is um, uh, abs- when smoke fluid is absorbed into that batting, the heating element heats up and it starts causing the fluid to evaporate when that fluid evap- heats up and evaporates. Well, it it changes its chemical condition and it turns in from a fluid into a into a vapor or smoke and that's what's basically coming out of your diesel or your your steam uh, stack when you're running your train around now as simple as that may sound uh, on paper it sounds simple but 
there are a lot of quirks to smoke units. And when you have a heating element, uh, uh, you know, in your, uh, in your, in your little, uh, engine, mm, you know, there can be some, you, you gotta be careful. Right. Um, there is a, usually a re, there's usually a resistor in there as well, but again, that depends on how good the resistor is uh, and what it's, you know, what it's set for as well. The, the resistance set on it as well. Yeah. Uh, I've had, <laughs> I'll tell a little story, <laughs> but uh, I bought a, uh, a couple years ago, I bought an MTH uh, Imperial Northern. Uh, it was awesome. I loved it. It was, it was great. It was a great little engine. Um, when I brought it home, I put it on my track. I put smoke fluid in there. I put, you know, 20 drops, you know, which, which I usually did for MTH Imperial engines. And when I started smoking it, a smoke, uh, when I started running around the engine, I turned the smoke unit on. Um, I literally had fire coming out of the smokestack. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had that too. <laughs> not from MTH. Uh, I'm but, like, um, I mean, I'm not talking like sparks. Like there was literally like every time, yeah, there, like the, the revolution, it would be like, and this like, a little bit of fire would come up <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh man, that's not good at all. Oh no. So, yeah. So, um, I immediately took it off the tracks and took it down to my hobby shop where I bought it and they fixed it. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's like, you, that's the one thing I don't want to see in my smokestack is fire. No. So, um, and again, so again, as you can see, you know, uh, smoke units, uh, they draw, uh, they draw a lot of power as well. Yep. Um, you can definitely, you can definitely kick that amperage up a, a couple knocks when you turn those smoke units on, especially if you like have like, you know, if you're running uh, some diesels and you got an ABBA and all four of your units have uh, smoke units in them, like you'll see that amperage uh, kick up drastically because, you know, you're pulling, you, you know, in order to heat up, in order to heat for that heating element to get hot, it obviously needs electricity and it, it needs to pull amps to heat up that heating element and um uh you know again it's it's gonna pull the it's gonna pull the amperage and uh if you don't have enough power on your layout and you have a bunch of smoke units pushing out smoke um you know you could possibly trip your circuit or um you know uh, you know other have start having power issues uh and stuff like that all right so uh the biggest offender of any amperage issues that you can run into is any MTH Proto One engine. Uh, specifically, the worst of it is the Proto One Centipede that they did um, back in '99. Uh, that engine, it's got four smoke units, and Proto One engines by themselves draw a ton of power. Um, just running them with no smoke, I've seen Proto Ones draw two, three amps, just the motor part. So. You can imagine on a centipede what that draws. I think no smoke on a on a multi-unit set like that is, I think, three amps. You kick the smoke units on all four of them, you're drawing six, seven amps before too long. So you just got to be very mindful of your amperage uh, when you're running multiple unit items like that. That's just a little FYI for you. Yikes, that's a, that's a lot of power draw. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. I mean, obviously, over the over the years, they've made smoke units more efficient, right? But... Mm-hmm. holy cow yeah it's it's quite the draw and i think the reason why it's like that 
for really any Proto One is because the Proto One it uses a different style. It uses a fan driven smoke unit, yes, but the way it works is different. So it's got on the smoke unit itself, it's like a big PCB. So it's got a bridge rectifier, transistors, resistors, all kinds of goodies on there. And so it's like a regulated board that runs the smoke. Uh, so it's quite different than all of the quote unquote new smoke units they have now that it's just a fan, a heater, or in the case of MTH Proto 2 and 3, two heaters and the batting. It's And it's controlled by the main Proto 2 or 3 board. Um, the Proto 1 was a little bit different in that regard. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's let's uh, let's hit the uh, let's hit the elephant in the room, right? Let, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about how many how many drops are the right amount of drops. So, oh boy, I'll give you my two cents, and then I want you to give uh, you obviously give you your two cents on this. All right, but so you 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 get a new engine, right? Let's say you buy a brand new Lionel engine. Take it out of the box. It's a legacy engine, so it's got a fan-driven smoke unit in it. You open up that crack that manual, and it says, "Warning: Make sure you put smoke fluid in here before you turn this on." Right. So you make sure make sure the smoke fluid uh, switch is turned on in the on position. Then it says, "Please put in fifteen to twenty drops to prime your smoke unit," and then it usually says like, and then put in like. Uh, eight to ten or whatever after you know when you see the smoke start to dissipate mm-hmm. this work gets a little funky oh, yeah. i have never like for me like brand new legacy smoke units like i'm putting in minimum to prime them i'm putting like 30 drops minimum yep i don't know where they get 10 drops from like 10 drop and and one of the the things that I've noticed is the Lionel batting. Like the Lionel batting can be really what what I see happens. And this is something that I that I see on online too, and like on the Facebook groups and the on the boards and stuff like that. What I think happens with Lionel, they shove that batting in there. Okay, you you put your initial drops. So let's say you let's say you follow it and you put fifteen drops in there. Put fifteen drops in there. You put it on the light, you, 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 you know, you do it like you, you do it and then you wait like two minutes and then you put it on the track. You start the power, you start running your engine around the layout. Awesome, right? Looks cool. You got smoke. This is great. Everything works great. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Take a break. And maybe you come back the next day. Maybe you come back in like a couple hours. Start it up again. You start running it around. What happens? No smoke. Well, why is there no smoke? Like I took, you know, I only ran it for like five minutes. What I believe happens is that that initial 15 drops sits on the top of the batting, right? And then you're superheating it when the first time you run it around the track. The problem is when you stop and then you walk away from your layout or you wait the next day, all that batting is evaporated and dried up. Yeah. Now you're kind of back to square one again. And now you're kind of like, uh, but I only ran it for like five minutes. Do I add more smoke fluid? Um, now you're kind of caught in this predicament of, well, I don't want to add too much, but I don't want to run my smoke unit without any smoke fluid. So mm-hmm. 
I can tell you that number one, I'm not really a huge fan of how Lionel packs their smoke units. I have problems with them sometimes. So for example, I, my GP set, my Santa Fe GP seven that I got, uh, you know, it's, it's the newer one, the war bonnet scheme. I had the same situation. I put like 25 drops, 30 drops into it, ran it around the first day, ran fine. No problems. The next day I come back, no smoke. I put 20 drops in there, no smoke. So what I end up doing is I ended up, I end up opening the smoke unit up. And what I like to do is I like to take some of that batting and I like to wrap it around, not wrap it, but I like to put a bit, put it, kind of around the the um, the heating element. And this is kind of this is how MTH does their smoke units. Yep. They take a little bit of the batting and they go also around it. So now you don't want to do too much. You don't want to suffocate the heating element and you don't want to block the path to the fan because then you're not going to get any smoke either. Yep. Once I did that, holy cow. I added like 10 drops, 50, I added about, you know, I'd say between 10 and 20 drops because it already had like smoke fluid in it Mm -hmm. on the low setting. It's putting out smoke, like incredibly just, just puffs and puffs of smoke. It's ridiculous. Like I can't even put it on medium or high. It's putting out so much smoke (laughs) on low. And so that's something you I'm not saying that's the answer if you run into that problem, but I will say that I have seen that problem before and I've seen it several times before. And that's my answer. Now, Sometimes they pack the smoking. It's fine. And I don't, I, I, you know, what happens, I think most of the time is they pack that smoke fluid. I'm sorry, the, excuse me, that wadding, that batting so far deep into the, into the, into the cup that the heating element is just way too far away from it. So the only thing, the only time you're, whatever you're burning, you're just burning off that, that top, that top layer that gets, um, saturated with fluid. That's it. And then, and then you run to the next day and you're like, well, there's no smoke. So that's why I like to, uh, if, if you run into a problem, at least with a Lionel smoking it and you're comfortable opening it up, open it up and take out the wadding and, or the batting. I'm sorry, I call it wadding, but batting, um, and repack it and take a little bit of the batting and, and go over or go over the, you know, the heating element a little bit. You would be surprised how much better your smoke unit will perform if you do that. Now, uh, on to the um, MTH. MTH is usually pretty good. Um, in fact, MTH usually makes pretty bulletproof smoke units. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever run into, except for the one that was uh, that started on fire. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've really ever run into a, a bad MTH smoke unit. Uh, they... Um, sometimes there's a delay. I notice. sometimes it could take about a minute or a minute and a half to start smoking uh, on an MTH unit compared to my, my Lionel units. Mm-hmm. But the one thing with MTH that I notice is sometimes the, the mega seems the mega steam smells don't come through. Um, I think you really need to smoke your MTH units more for that mega steam scent to come up because my MTH units usually smell the same. It's usually that kind of like default MTH smoke unit smell. So, you know, if I put mega steam root beer in my Lionel engines, you know, I start up my engine, I run it around for two minutes. I'm getting root beer smell coming out of it. 
I put that same amount of fluid in my MTH engine and I'm not getting the root beer smell or I'm getting partial root beer smell and partial kind of like default, you know, uh, smoke unit smell. And I don't know why that is. I, I just I think MTH units need to be broken in and probably um, I don't know if MTH puts like the default. Maybe the when they test them, they put in a larger amount of smoke fluid or something. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but that's kind of what I run, I've run into, at least with um, MTH smoke units. MTH units work very, very well. But sometimes the smells don't work for me. Whereas Lionel's smokiness can be a little bit more kind of up and down, but the the smell always is like spot on perfect for me. And um, I'll go ahead and just pass it over to you, Matt, so you can give your experiences with the okay. uh, smoke units. All right. So for me, uh, we'll start with Lionel. Uh, Lionel, like Matt said, yeah, you need to prime those things really really well now a catch with lionel is the early engines like from like around tmcc to legacy transition so like 2005 six to like i think it was like 2012 13 maybe they use this really small little square piece of batting and that was it in the Lionel smoke units. So the problem is it works. Yes. However, it's a piece of batting that's maybe oh quarter inch thick, maybe. And that's all you get. So like Matt was saying with the thing with the, with the heater, not being able to get to the batting, that's a prime example of that. So what you do to fix that is you buy Lionel makes this, uh, eight inch um, piece of batting. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as that square pad, but you wad it up into a ball and stick it in the unit. And there's videos on YouTube on how to do this. Uh, And you can, that alone will help your smoke, smoke units. Um, And as far as like drops for Lionel, yeah, I agree with him. You need to really prime it. You know, when I'm doing, when I'm doing a brand new engine, I go, sometimes half a dropper full of mega steam to really get it going uh, and really get that fluid out. Now, when I'm doing a refill, it depends. I use a pipette when I do the smoke. So what I do, I do like on the pipettes, it's usually like a marking. So as you do like the first line on the pipette is about where I go. And that's, that's probably about 25 drops or so, something like that. And uh, that's just the way I do things. Again, this is where the rabbit hole uh, thing goes in, like we mentioned earlier, is that, you know, there's no set way to do it. Uh, Just like there's no set way to change the batting when it's time to change the batting. Um, It just you happen to know the way I know is when it starts to smell really bad, smell really bad or the uh, it doesn't wick as well you're putting a ton of fluid in there and it's not coming out you know it's time to replace it and change it that's just um the way i go about it all right so another thing to think about with the smokings is maintaining them and this is a thing that you know you have to do like i said replacing the batting is something you have to do uh 
changing the fan. That's another thing. Lionel engines around 2010, 11, 12, that kind of time period had notorious issues for smoking up fan motors failing. So uh, we'll start with the fan motor first, just because that's probably, I guess, probably the second common thing to batting. So with the Lionel fan, this varies from engine to engine, but generally speaking, you take the smoking it apart. You know, it's usually a couple screws, three, four, maybe five screws, depending on model. Uh, and then what you do is you, there's very tiny little screws that hold the fan to the main metal or plastic um, assembly. Take those screws off. You unsolder the wires and you stick the new fan on, solder the wires on, stick it back in. You're good to go. Uh, the smoking batting, on the other hand, um, this is, again, another thing. This is probably the most common thing you have to do is you replace it. So with the batting, what I replace it with, I use the Lionel batting like I was talking about earlier, the 8-inch roll um, piece. I wad it up and stick it in. Now, when I smoke a, bit, when I smoke a unit when it's open like this, I do it completely differently than I would filling a regular unit when it's closed and I can't tell how much is going in. So what I do with this is I bring my bottle over to my bench or wherever I'm usually my bench is where I'm doing these. So what I do is I stick the batting in the bowl um, for Lionel and MTH. I do it this way too. Um, is I take that, dropper and i soak the living crap out of the thing i don't care how much is going how many drops any of this stuff what i want to see i want to see that bad and get to the point where it's so wet it starts to come on top of the batting which you got to be careful when you do that uh, you don't want to go too much over the batting because then it'll make a mess but you want to go to the point where it is so soaked that you know it'll work for a long time until you have to fill it again. And that's the way to do it. It's, the, in my opinion, the easiest way. And you know it's fail-safe because you know how much fluid is in it. You know it's enough to keep it going for probably a good hour uh, once you do it that way. Now, this is, again, personal preference. That's the way I do it. Uh, for MTH, I do the same thing for MTH. Usually when you get the batting, at least for the Proto 1 and Proto 2, um, the batting is in between the resistors. For Proto 1 engines, I take that batting and I move it into the bowl. And I found that doing that really increases the amount of smoke that you get out of the Proto 1 engine. Uh, Proto 2, I've done it before. I did, did it on one engine where I put the batting in the bowl. Uh, it really didn't help because the board actually controls the smoke. So that really didn't make a difference at all, but I tried it. It didn't make a difference. So, but I figured, you know what? Hey, it's worth a try. Uh, just something to know, but for MTH proto two, what you, what you do stick the uh, resistor um, in between the two resistors in between the batting. And that's just the way MTH does it. Uh, like I said, you can put it in the bowl if you really want to. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really matter one way or the other because it's basically the same sort of deal. But that's the way I do it. Uh, Matt, I'm not sure 
how you do it. So uh, let's hear about it. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm a big proponent of how MTH does it. Um, I like you, like when you get that smoke batting in there, that's actually a really, really good time to actually soak it. Like, because sometimes, you know, when you're putting smoke, when if you get your engine all put together and stuff like that, and you're putting smoke fluid down the exhaust, uh, especially like for diesels, which sometimes have to go through this big spiel of like tubes and and uh, and uh, 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 slides and stuff before they actually get into the smoke unit. Sometimes you lose a little bit of smoke fluid when you do that. So I like to like before I even put the smoke unit back together, at least the the top part with the with the heating element. Like I'll usually like just soak all of that. Um, batting like up with smoke fluid and like you said like make sure it's like you put your finger in there and you take your finger out that your finger is like covered with smoke fluid i mean again you're not making you're not making a swimming pool here right you're just trying to make sure that all of the batting is extremely uh uh you know stock full of of smoke fluid uh because number one that'll increase if if it's all that way that'll definitely increase the life of your of your batting and then um again number two like i'll take a little bit of that batting and i'll go right through the right through the heating amount like think of the heating element like is that kind of like you know it's like a it's like rungs like from the top of a ceiling you know if you were to like a you know swing on a swheeling rung um you know you you take a little bit of that that batting and you kind of go right on top you don't want to wrap it you don't really want to touch the heating element that's not what you want to do but you want if you can surround that heating element um, with the batting, what happens is um, you'll your smoke unit will smart start smoking quicker and it'll smoke more efficiently too. So, and uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's that's pretty much how I handle it, and I don't usually have to change smoke fluid all that often. It's not like something I'm, I mean, I, I do tend to smoke my, my, you know, my engines, but I don't smoke them constantly and I don't smoke them on high. So I'm not going through batting like crazy, but I mean, you'll, you'll know when it's time to change it. Like if you, you know, especially, you know, if you, you start smelling that char, that charry smell or, um, you know, be careful. Like when you buy like a used engine, um, you know, make sure you test the smoke unit. Maybe it just needs a, a you know, uh, the batting to be changed in it. So, uh, but it's a pretty simple, it's a, it's a pretty simple process. Uh, just get yourself some really small Phillip head screwdrivers. Cause you're going to, you're going to need them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one and other thing I did. Ones too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one other thing I did want to touch on is some people may run into a situation where your fan unit is making noise, uh, a oh, yeah. squeaky, squeaky fan unit. And this is actually easier than you think. Um, what ends up happening is it's usually the, the fan bearings need to have a little bit of oil on them. And you can just use your hobby oil. You can use the oil that you, you use on your, um, you know, on your rods or on your axles and stuff like that. So what you have to do there, then there's, a, there's some videos on this online too. I think uh, Eric uh, Siegel from Eric's Trains, I yep. think he, uh, one of his videos is actually, um, he had a squeaky, uh, fan unit and he shows he shows you how to open it up and 
and uh, and just kind of like oil the the fan bearings. And and um, I had a similar unit. In fact, it was what was weird is it, the one that Eric had uh, was his Lionel uh, Burlington Northern um, uh, seventeen seventy six uh, bicentennial engine, and mine was my MTH. Burlington Northern Bicentennial Engine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, so, uh, that's, that's cool. Talk, talk about a coincidence, right? Yeah, I guess um, so. But I followed the same process and uh, the squeaking went away. Uh, didn't have any any squeaks anymore. So if you do get that really, and, and they could be, and they could be pretty loud too. Like you could get, I mean, they could be at a point where you're like, oh, that's fine. I, I don't mind that. It's not really that bad because the, the sounds of the, the engine kind of like are louder than the fan sounds. But I've heard some fan units be like just extraordinarily ear piercing with the oh, yeah. with the fan. And at that point, you you want to go in there and you want to oil those fan bearings on the on the fan. Um, and trust me, it'll work. And it'll if you if you oil it enough, um, it should pretty much take the noise away for quite a long time. So, yeah. uh, again, uh, I, you know, if you if you want instructions on how to do that, just go on YouTube you know, and just searched like, you know, uh, squeaky fan in my O scale engine. And you'll probably get a couple. I think there's a couple of people who did videos on that, but Eric's is actually pretty good. I would, I would follow his process. Yeah. His was great. I, I know. I remember I watched that video and yep. when I had a problem, it's like, yeah, it's pretty easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, I think just cause I guess, we can just kind of like finish this up, Matt. Um, just because I, I've pretty much, I think we, I think we covered a lot of great stuff already on this. Um, I don't know if the, do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, I, uh, I can't think of anything. I think we basically hit, hit everything you can. Yeah. And if you do have any questions uh, or comments about smoking, it's um, please feel free to, uh, you know, um, send us a comment. Right. Um, you can you can do it on our Facebook page and, uh, you know, I'll give that out in, in, a, in a few minutes here. But, uh, you know, go on our podcast. If you follow our podcast channel on Podbean, uh, you can subscribe to us. You can leave us comments. Uh, so if you'd like if you do have some questions or you're not sure how to proceed, uh, we'd be more than happy to help you uh, give you a bit of advice on how to how to you know where to go to find the answers you need. Um, so, uh, you know, the reasons we, the, you know, the main reasons that Matt and I do these, this podcast is so we can help people, uh, especially, uh, new folks that are coming into the hobby. So items like doing maintenance on your smoke unit, changing the batting, stuff like that can be a little bit daunting. If you're new to the hobby, kind of like, uh, I don't want to open up this engine. Like, uh, I, I, I don't really know how to do that. Uh, and it's a lot easier than you think. So, uh, again, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, with that said, Matt, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on YouTube under Matt-TrainLover9943. You can also find me on Facebook under the same name. All right. And you can find me on YouTube at West Chicago Model Railroad. Uh, I'm under the same name on Facebook. And on Instagram, you can search up WCMRR for my photos that I don't post every day, but I do try to post a couple times a week. Uh, If you do want to follow us directly, um, if you go on Facebook and you can search up our Matt and Matt O'Scale podcast, if you just search that up, you can bring up our Facebook page. We do post 
all of the episodes on Facebook. So you can actually listen. You can actually on Facebook, listen to every single one of our podcasts right through the link on Facebook. Uh, Cause all of them are posted separately uh, in the, in the kind of in the, in the time log there on our Facebook page. Uh, there's plenty of other information on there as well, like how to contact us. But uh, folks, uh, I really appreciate your time today. Again, uh, we are always looking for feedback on this episode. We are 25 episodes in. This is amazing. Um, this is and awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't believe we're at episode 25 already. Know, so crazy. Yeah. Uh, but again, everyone, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, we would appreciate anybody to leave comments. Um, if you are on iTunes, um, would really appreciate it if you could uh, give us a, a, you know, a star review Maybe put a couple of comments in there for you. Uh, we want to make sure that we're reaching out to everybody and uh, anybody who's interested in just kind of anything about O-Scale Trains. Um, you know, please feel free to, to let them know that we exist. And uh, we're a pretty fun podcast. We're very down to earth. We're very casual. And uh, we just want to make sure everyone out there is, is having a fun time with their O-Scale Trains. So, absolutely. But that said, everybody, have a wonderful night. Take good care.